babies. Gentlemen. Boys. Ray, I don't know how I feel about you showing up in a different uh, tank top jersey every day, every show. You're welcome. It just you're like a, you're like a child. Why am I a child? Because you only wear jerseys. How does that make me a child? Well, first of all, Richard, it's hot. Okay, I don't know if you know this or not. Also, Richard, I don't know if you know this. I am fat. Therefore, tank top, basement, podcast studio, suck my dick. You're in the basement. How can it be hot? Get a fan. Also, go f- some kids. <laughs> <laughs> that, that line in the text chain hit me really hard the other night. <laughs> Salty uh, Bill. Salty Bill. Heaven forbid you call him a nerd. He fucking gets all offensive and just goes right for the jugular. You know, we're just having a little good time. Call oh, Bill a nerd because it was superhero uh, fandom. And then all of a sudden, boom, I'm a fucking rapist and a child. <laughs> I never said rapist. Fuck you, Ray. Fuck kids. You like wrestling. <laughs> Go f- some kids. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was on a roll, man. Leave me alone. Sometimes, sometimes I just. They just a roll? Me. We're making fun of you. You didn't say a goddamn word. That was the first thing you said. Call him a nerd. That's what I'm saying. He, what do you mean you're on a roll, Bill? You didn't say anything. I said he was a nerd jerking off the dorks. <laughs> yeah. I just choose to attack Ray because he's way easier. Hence the stupid tank top jersey. Welcome to the Civil Minds Sports Show Friday Headlines. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, share. If you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Leave us a review. We appreciate it. Uh, this is July 16th. Welcome to the show. Yeah, but then I do the like subscribe and I lose the date in my head. Uh, and generally the date's always lost in my head. So I got that one okay. It'll be interesting to see if we keep going with that approach. Can I just stop you real quick? No. Speaking of Whitebird's t- Brewing oh. is actually the reason why we're gonna keep going right here. Through I'm sorry, Ray, that was mean. I didn't mean it, baby. I'm sorry. What did you want to say? It better be good at this point. So when Bill told us what he why we couldn't record three shows today, do you ever see Fast and Furious nine? When uh, Dom and uh, no. got a, you never seen it? Well, they're, they're <laughs> no. the guy died, okay? And Dom's like, look. White Birch Brewing uh, is our favorite New Hampshire craft brewing. Jesus uh, Christ, was that just. They're down in Nashville, New Hampshire. Bill, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Got it. Nailed it. The yeah. good side of Amherst Street. Uh, head on down, get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint. Uh, if you see Ray, mute him in person. It'll be worth it. Uh, wherever you get it, at the beer store, local beer store, tell them the Simple Minds boys send you White Birch Brewing. I am, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, Ray. I'm afraid to ask where you, where the bottom of the totem pole of dumb was going with that punchline. Generally, I can tie it together. So let's let's just dive down this rabbit hole and see. You got like 10 seconds. What do you got? Basically, Bill and Lou and cars side by side. All of a sudden, it's been a long day. Because Bill's going to get a new job, so therefore Lou and him are breaking up. 
Cassius Marsh. Uh, <laughs> Damn made, it. Cassius Marsh made some headlines. Um, I almost don't want to give this guy the time of day, but it seems every sports radio show has, so we might as well. Obviously, it hits home hey, here. He made me win. eat out of a food out of a cup. What a <laughs> what a crybaby. What a turd this guy is. Let me give you the quote. I'm sure if, you, if you're listening, you've probably heard it or uh, read it already, but uh, let's do our due diligence here. <clears throat> quote, the Patriot, this is Cassius Marsh on um, – the Bears One Cave podcast. Tom Segura. Oh, that, Tom that, Segura. Yeah, Bert Kreischer. That's hilarious. Why is he on that, though? I, you know, I didn't. I, well, Bert was just filming a movie. He's filming The Machine, but that Russian joke. So that's why he's having some filling guys on. Okay. And Cassius Marsh, I guess, is one of them. I don't know how the fuck he got on there, but he's playing for the Steelers now, or he's trying to. He's probably on the practice squad. Anyway, all right. His this is eight, what he, eighth team. This is what he said uh, on Tom Segura's podcast here. Quote The Patriot Way is pretty, it's extremely impressive. Look, they work day in and day out. They, their work ethic over there, what they instill is pretty legendary, but they also treat their players like crap, Marsh said. Uh, they don't, you don't have like, you don't have lunch, period. You get there and you have to make time to eat in between meetings, which, which, by the way, isn't that like everybody's fucking job? You just eat lunch bef- between meetings. I do it every day. Every <laughs> it's single not, day. It's not hard. <laughs> uh, quote, there are like five, 10 minute periods where I would literally go scoop food and put it in a cup and just like crush it real quick before I got to the next meeting. It's just like there's no BS. There's no fun. Um, all right, everyone knows that Cassius Marsh is on his eighth team uh, uh, in seven years. Is that what it is? Yeah, is eight seven teams. teams in eight years. Yeah, he's also the most hated former Patriots player. I guess oh, he said he taught. He said he said he was top five most hated Patriot players. Uh, you go name? fuck yourself. <laughs> right, top five page, most hated Patriots players at the top of your head: Drew Bledsoe, Curtis Martin. <laughs> <laughs> what a salty prick! Uh, yeah, this guy. I, <laughs> I don't want to give him, I don't want to talk about like what he has. Does it not? What stuck with me is it's him and Danny Amendola are the two guys that really, that really come Chris up with Sims. To, to a lesser degree in terms of uh, talking shit about Belichick after the fact of leaving yeah. the organization. Chris Sims got a professional job kind of trolling Belichick, right? And now, now he like sprinkles his inside knowledge about this time of the Patriots just to keep his fucking white ass on, on the radio. Um, but it's like those two guys, there's been hundreds of players to the Patriots system, right? That, that many of them have been cut. Richard Seymour got his ass cut. He was pissed at Bill Belichick for sending him to Oakland. He didn't say shit about the culture or, or Bill Belichick and no fun. Not Ty, no, Ty law, Ty law. They were just pissed that they cut him early. You know, they didn't believe in him. They, they didn't respect that type of shit. This fucking guy complaining about not a lunch, no lunch. And Danny Amendola sucking the balls of Tom Brady, uh, bit calling Bill an asshole in a car and who was ever interview that was. Those are the old, like, it's like the disgruntled guys that got cut loose that come out here and talk shit about uh, the Patriots organization and the quote unquote, no fun. Is, am I exaggerating that? Or is that, um, does that seem right to you? So it sounds like it. It just seems like these uh, new generation players are just all about this not work ethic. You know, you see it now, even in the workforce that these kids just don't care and they just don't know the whole meaning of work. And that's what's going on. And that's, I think you can tie him into that whole situation. Like what did Bill, what did Cassius Marsh think it like 
it was going to be like. And has he thought the same thing in every other club that he's been to that's been, he's been kicked off of eight teams in seven years. Maybe it's you, dude. Maybe it's yeah. you going in with the wrong fucking mentality. Well, and he, he praised Pete Carroll. That's where he started. So he sees this fun, loving attitude. I mean, let's be real. Pete Carroll has, he's a good coach, but he had one Super Bowl. That's it. And he blew another. Yeah, and, and, it's they, all, and it's all and crumbling. He, underneath it's all right crumbling now. for how's that player coach working for you? I mean, these guys have a work ethic. Julian Edelman went in. If you heard Joe Judge kind of responded to that this week too on some podcast with some coach. I don't know who the fuck it was. I think it was McVay's. Yeah, and he, has a podcast. he said he walked in on the whiteboard in 2017 and just wrote winning is fun on it. So it's like after they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, after they lost the yeah. Super Bowl because Lane Johnson fucking trolled them, not having fun. What do they do the next year? They won in the Super Bowl. I mean, the guys, it's like you're just you didn't cut it here because you don't have an eth- like a work ethic. That's the main reason. You look at the guys that won Super Bowls on this team, the one that won multiple Super Bowls on that team, they're fucking they're dogs. They play every day. They know how to play as a Patriot to be leaders. This guy's a piece of shit. He has a vendetta because they <laughs> cut him after nine games. And he probably got Dude, treated like have you had- because Bill Belichick, they're like, this guy doesn't get it. Like, he, we're not the gonna- amount of times he ran past the fucking quarterback on a, on a rush, I wanted to kill him. I'm surprised he made it fucking nine games. And he gave up a, what, a fourth, a third or a fourth round pick to get him to yeah. nine games. Jesus fucking Christ. Do you, Ray, do you think, uh, you know, there's, there was a lot of talk after the Malcolm Butler Super Bowl that uh, Bill Belichick did make it more fun and the Gronkowski effect. And, you know, there were changes. He brought him to play paintball. And it was made a big deal that Bill Belichick was getting a little bit softer. Do we agree that that has happened down in Foxborough, that Bill Belichick has loosened the reins a little bit? Um, do you think it was necessary? And do you think that it has anything to do with what we've seen over the last Brady leaves, uh, holdouts from um Gilmore. Gilmore silent holdout from Hightower it seems like Devin McCourty getting a third contract does that have anything to do with Bill Belichick changing uh not in response to Cassius Marsh but in that same kind of realm you think I think so because obviously the these players want to have a nice go get them kind of attitude coach not these guys that Bill Belichick was ripping these guys up and down you know and being an asshole so I think he has to change with the times and I think he's doing that but also you've seen those like uh football lives and you know bill belichick's going to randy moss's halloween party and you know randy moss is uh randy moss is always saying how like fun loving bill is once you get to know him and his personal side so i don't know maybe he just had a vendetta against cassius marsh and thought he was a douchebag so treated him like one because he sucked (laughs) (laughs) and he invested a third i don't remember what was a third or fourth i don't remember the exact deal yeah yeah so you would but yeah go ahead either way you invest a fourth round pick on trash that's what it was. You got nine games when you desperately needed a pass rush that year. You needed a fucking pass rush. Your defense got smoked in the Super Bowl in 2017. When he wasn't on that team, but, I mean, they brought you in to be a pass rusher. Yeah. You couldn't cut it. I would fucking treat him like trash, too. He treated Brady like trash. He'll treat, he'll treat his own mother like trash. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> he's the master motivator. He, he, he's, he is what he needs to be for that individual person, I think. But, obviously, yeah, he's held a, a pretty tight ship, ship over there. But I think things have changed a little bit. And I, I don't I think it has to do with the players coming in. You know, he famously said not long ago, I only want to coach players that I like, which are generally players that just want to play football, it seems like. Um, and I don't really fucking blame them. But I, I think that, yeah, I think that there's been some loosening of of the of the reins. Um, he's got a little bit he's got a little bit looser with practices and things like that because 20 year olds are kind of pussies. 
But I also think he's drafted like shit for just kind of six years. So he's had to hand out contracts. He's had to lose, lose leverage with these guys. He's put himself in his, his own position more because of the way that he's handled his GM jobs and less because the Cassius marshes of the world don't think it's fun to play in fucking Foxborough anymore. So um, <laughs> just just funny. Four years later, did they hear this fucking guy pop back up? In you know what? I also it, what's funny too. I mean, I get it. Like his his act runs stale, Belichick. But a lot of on some players. But a lot of time, that's years. It ran stale yeah. on him in nine games. <laughs> what a pussy! Let's see. Like, in, and how is it not fun? You had I. It's your point, Ray. Randy Moss has come out and said Belichick's guy. Julian Edelman has come out and said, you know, Bill, Belichick is you know has hilarious. He's got a sense of humor. There's been a number of players, like we've mentioned. All Matt all White. The, Matt White the, used to prank him every fucking meeting. <laughs> all, the big, <laughs> all the big names throughout Patriots, you know, uh, the 20 years here, have all had glowing reviews for Bill Belichick as a person and a coach. And your starting quarterback as of now is Cam Newton, the dabbiest of dabs, the clown himself, loving himself, his life on every fucking play at practice. And he's praising Belichick. Now, there might be an inside job there, which we can get to. Like, I, I just don't buy cash. It's just, this is a Cassius Marsh problem, not a fucking Bill Belichick problem. <laughs> Bill did the double ski behind his ears. Did you guys see the Cam Newton comments that came out? He was on the Keyshawn Johnson show. Uh, this was two days ago, I guess, as our show airs. This yeah. was on Wednesday he was on that show. Maybe. Yeah, I heard it. Is that no. a time travel thing? Um, okay, let me just read a couple of these for you because they're good. This is out of the ESPN story, I think, from Mike Reese. Uh, Newton has noted in the past how he appreciates Belichick's support, saying Thursday on KJZ. Is that short for Keyshawn Show? I uh, said, quote, Yeah, him me, and some, there's two other guys. Jay-Z. For me, the Patriots organization has been impeccable. My time there has been everything I could ask for. I guess it's now time for me to uphold my end of the bargain through and through he goes on to say quote i don't want to get into i don't want to get so caught up in the promises and things like that but i can guarantee you there's been a shift in comfort of knowing more and i think that's added value in myself he said boom confirmation we called it everyone called it handshake deal between him and belichick or double skis like bill was doing double dutch rudder whichever one you want to go with Belichick had an inside deal with Kim Newton that he had the starting job as long as he was healthy the entire year. That's why you didn't see Jared Stidham when the season was over and when he was thrown for 69 yards a game. Nice. Nice. Bullshit. Wow. Confirmation. Confirmation was- from Cam Newton, baby. How, what, how does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel that Cam's starting this whole season. I've been saying it. I mean, Mac Jones, you know, it looks more and more likely that it's a redshirt year. I don't think he's going to play, you know, especially if Cam's healthy. Bill, Bill's going to ride him. You just kind of built an offense to his limited strengths. So, I mean, yeah, you got two tight ends. You can't throw very far across the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, I expect him to start all year, and that's that's terrible. I'm sorry. That's terrible. I'm out. I'm out on Cam Newton. I Ray, want do you him agree out with that? I, no. I mean, I think he was hurt the whole season. Well, after COVID, he got hurt. Like, so I don't know why we couldn't see Stidham then. Cause obviously he wasn't a healthy. Brady player. played on a tour on MCL and won a Super Bowl. So what's the matter about getting hurt? Come on. Well, I'm just saying if you, if, an excuse. If it's that he's hundred percent healthy, he wasn't hundred percent healthy last year. You could tell him he couldn't throw the ball. He couldn't throw the ball five yards. No fucking way he was healthy. He says, this is the, what is the most he's the healthiest he's been since what? 2016. That yeah. video was from September of last year, by the way. No, if, that's, if that's what you're referring to when he's in, was the- it last year? 
That was filmed in September of last year. So oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. They're just going to play it again in this September. It's a year old. Uh, he goes on to say, quote, I know who I am at times. I do remind myself people forget who you are and what you've done. So now I'm in a position where I need to be my best self. It's really put up or shut up time. How many times did he say that last year? Let me just uh, his under honor, um, under honor commercial that always played during every Patriots game. Unbelievable. He goes on to say, I'm just being honest with you. Me having this conversation in July is irrelevant. This is just going to be clickbait for the next 24 to 48 hours. That's true. This is how Cam feels. Be true. Uh, but truth be told, nothing is going to matter until July 22nd when he reports with the team. Quote, then as training camp goes forward, everybody's going to start and see. What's the worth that Workman put in? Has he been in the playbook? Does he really understand? Is his comfort what he says it is? Is he in good shape? Is the shoulder holding up? Is the footwork holding up? We play in a sport that is strictly based off the final product, and the final product is on game days. With that being said, it's just going to come down to winning and losing. A lot of mouth, lot, lot of mouth moving there from Cam Newton. A lot of shit we heard in press conferences all year last year as he continued to shit the bed. The only thing I disagree, I think it's nothing new here. The only thing I'll say, Bill, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that. I think that the promises are over. I think that Bill Belichick oh, brought him please. back. To say, uh, I'll Dutch not- Rudder Bill if it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's getting lucky. Yeah. I think he brought him back to say, look, we'll give you a, this year. It, we're giving you a true, honest competition. And if you win it, it's your job. But it's it's we're not it's not guaranteed 17 weeks this year. You got to earn it this year. But we'll give you the shot. We'll give you an honest shot. We'll give you a head start. As a matter of fact, if he goes back to two, 2015, Cam Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to like fucking Cam Newton. He makes me I do too. Like I but he sucks. He sucks. He is he's just a, he's a very likable person and he's come off so great since he's been in New England. He says all he's like a picture perfect fucking picture. He's really good on the radio. I used to listen to him on the radio on the way to work yeah. too. He's uh, blows. And I know he's going to disappoint me the second they get on the fucking field. My hate for him on the field negates everything I like for him off the field. <laughs> dead to me yeah uh ray any final thoughts on the cam newton um mac jones is outperforming him uh we saw a video footage of cam newton airmailing all those red zone plays in the end zone so it's going to be like that from last year he's going to suck this year hopefully mac jones just gets a sniff of the field in the later part of the season i'm changing my thoughts cam newton's going to be great he's going to lead the patriots to the promised lands we're not going to see mac jones at all year give me cam newton Nice. Reverse psychology. Love it. Nice. No (laughs) riding the fence this year. Billy is fully on team cam, just as he was at the beginning of last year. We guarantee he will not snip snap at all as Patriots season gets. I give it by halftime of week one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And more NFL news. This one was a doozy. Richard Sherman got arrested. Here's what he was arrested for per ESPN. Richard Sherman is facing several charges after authorities said he crashed his SUV into a construction zone, tried to break into his in-laws home, and then fought with his officers who used a police dog to apprehend him. He was booked early Wednesday morning. Um, they, he did not get bail, but since then, after I saw this, I think he is out on bail now. Mm-hmm. Um, you forgot the fun part. He was wasted. Well, yeah, he was absolutely <laughs> shit faced. Uh, I was going to get the 911 call. If anyone has not listened to that, you have to. What this, a it, cunt. <laughs> this dispatcher <laughs> deserves the capital C. Wow. 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 
I didn't listen to it. I have now I'm really intrigued. To hear oh that. my god, the first 10 seconds, she's already yelling at the woman to calm the fuck down. Basically, it's so, I, it's good. so good. Oh god, I, I heard mean, it on the it, way to work this morning, and I was like, oh my god, it's like in, it's like infuriating, but like it's like it's really it's really entertaining. I would have hung up and called back, yeah, go get somebody else. Like it's 911, yeah. someone will pick up. It's, you're not the just, only dispatcher, it's Seattle, ma'am. Yeah. Ma'am, you can't. She was like uh, it's reprimanding ma'am. Richard. Sherman's wife, I think it was, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, Ray, uh, what what happened with the Stanford grad, the smartest guy in the room? You mad, bro? What happened with Richard Sherman? Is this a CTE thing? Is this is this where this is going to go? Uh, so he's going to blame it on something or the fucking alcohol, saying that's he has a problem or something. But he'll have an excuse for it. Hopefully, he doesn't see any jail time. He's a good dude, but I don't think he's ever playing in the NFL again. What? Uh, what? He's a free agent right now. You think a team's going to pick him up with this going on? If I'm Bill, I, I pick up the phone and bring him here. Well, that'd be Bill. But I think 31 other teams this are going to. This is perfect Bill opportunity. Cheap players now. He just got arrested. Adam Pac-Man Jones was arrested like 100 times. In he crippled a guy in a strip club. But well, that was in Cincinnati. This doesn't really count. It's like a third. That day, Stallworth literally murdered a guy and was got an offer sheet the next day. This is the NFL. Richard yeah, he Sherman. spent like 40 days in jail and then signed with the Ravens right after. <laughs> Fuck off. Ray Lewis murdered a guy or it was an accomplice. Allegedly. Two uh, guys, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, two sorry, one? my fault. My fault. Uh, low on the steps. Where's the white Ray. suit, Ray? Where's the white suit? Uh, yeah, it, you know, Richard Sherman, he just so outspokenly, uh, his whole career, he's been outspoken against other people for what other people are doing wrong, right? Am I? Do I have that right? That's like, correct. There, he, he does. He is a smart guy. And I think, you know, he was respected for a long time. And then I think his message got fucking old because he was just bitching about people. He was just screaming in people's faces, telling people how smart he was. And, and you know, you mad, bro, beating Brady. And, and then I think it got stale. He went to San Francisco, broke his AC, blew his ACL. Right. And mm, now he like, yeah. hasn't been the or same Achilles. player. He's 33, too. I mean, he might not saying. get a shot, but that's what I'm saying. If he doesn't play this year, he ain't, he ain't there was rumors that he was, you know, he kind of want to go back to Seattle, too. Yeah, you want to and, finish off there. Yeah. Yeah. His act got stale, but I'll tell you that 2014 Super Bowl gift is one of my favorites, the, where he was so excited in the pick six and he looks like he's going to cry. I fucking <laughs> love it. I love it. Who's now, who's mad now, bitch tits? Yeah, you mad, bro. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, too bad to see. Is when is the uh, when is the CTE thing going to become um, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, heat stroke Thursday. It, someone's going to be an asshole and blame their assholeness on CTE. And I know what you're trying to say. You're going to lose the credibility of CTE. That's going to te- yeah. happen if it hasn't already started to happen. Well, uh, you can well, see the alcohol. I mean, that you know that's a side effect of me. But who knows? You have to wonder with all the football players. I mean, especially he played him. on the Legion of Boom. They're, that's what they're known for is big fucking nasty hits. So, yeah, he, he and can the, use that as an excuse. I mean, Junior Seau shot himself in the heart because of that shit. So, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a real thing. I just, you just know. No, I know what you're saying. Someone's you're using gonna go use it as a crutch. A fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to get off because they use CTE and then like ADD. <laughs> what? It's like, it's just, uh, it's, Oh, you, oh, parents yeah, blame have, their kids for being assholes on ADD. No, your your kid's an asshole because you raised an asshole. Bill, quick question. Yeah, Were you diagnosed with ADD? Yeah, I used to be on Adderall <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> how many? How many of your illegitimate kids in the mail have you gotten requests? 
ADD medicine. Zero. Here's what you need to do. Send them uh, some back to basic gummies, uh, maybe some drops, maybe some whatever uh, all natural hemp product that you need for you, your kids, your pets. They do pet stuff. Everyone's got a crazy dog, right? Doesn't your dog suck? Yeah, I saw that the other day, and I'm probably going to be making a purchase to Dr. Tom. There you go. Get on the website, backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, basicsllc.com. You get a free sample with every purchase, backtobasicsllc.com. Switching gears, Bruins make a big signing. Brandon Carlo is back on a six-year deal, 24.5. Six million dollars. That's a four point one AAV. Do you like it, or do you love it? Good hockey guy, Ray. I like it because obviously, with the other breaking news, Kevin Miller retiring, uh, defense needs uh, some guys there. You know, uh, Carlo played well until he got fucking knocked into the next week with that hit in, uh, in the playoffs. So I don't know. I like the I like the signing. I like the uh, length of the contract. I like the money. It all works out. The only thing I don't like though is the no, no trade clause he has in there. That's pretty typical for these guys nowadays. I mean, they're asked a lot of guys ask for it. You think he's that kind of player, though? Like that upper echelon type player? He's a top four defenseman on a lot of teams in the NHL. Hmm. Probably helped get his AAV down, too. Yeah, the the six year got it down. You know, I I don't love it, honestly, just because the injuries concerns scare me. Now, concussions, you know, he's knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, Wilson knocked his ass out, but. It's a manageable four four point one. You know, you didn't break the, really break the bank for him. So I mean, it's a re- I I like the money, but I don't like the years so much. But it keeps it keeps still keeps them around like twenty six twenty five twenty six million to sign. You know, Taylor Hall and and still add a lot of pieces to this team. I absolutely love this deal. Can I tell you the number of games that he has played um, in his five seasons with the Bruins? Full seasons. Uh, 2016-17, he played 82 games. 17-18, 76 games. 2018-19, he played 72 games. 19-20, the season that was cut short, he played 67. And this year, he missed half the year um, because of the concussion, because of the hit from that fuckbag, Tom Wilson. So um, I think the injury concerns are a little bit overplayed because of the two concussion hits he took in this year. But it's now, head injuries. That's what scares me. It's the head injuries. I mean, that's fine, but he's only 24. We've seen we've seen this before. I yeah. get it. it. It can go both ways. But if he was Kevin Miller and 33 with and being forced to retire because of head injuries, that's one thing. He's 24 with one season of two bad hits. Uh, I get that. I think anyone is one hit away from leaving the NHL. I just at 24 years old at 4.1 a year. That's a fucking that's a great deal for the Bruins. It's a great was, deal for a top it's a, four It's a great – no, it, it's a great deal. I just don't like the length, only because of the head injuries. But, I mean – To a right this is. Ooh, I'd be more pissed if it was more money. But 4.1 for a top four defenseman, you know, especially his comments today, he wants a, a puck moving. I think we saw some success there with Riley, and it, and it sounds like they're trying to – thinking about bringing him back on a pretty – probably around the same deal, somewhere in that three to four range for Riley. You know, they look pretty good, and it's a puck mover. He doesn't want really a shutdown guy there. That's where you can bring in the shutdown guy to, to pair with McAvoy. You still got pieces there. You still got to add. You need that a left-shot defenseman badly, badly. There's two out there right now that just kind of got released or bought out. So, I mean – Go ahead. Give us a good segue there, Producer Bill. Give us the buyouts. I know in the last show we talked about uh, Suter from the Wild, but uh, give yeah, us the Keith- update on the latest buyout in the NHL. 
Keith Yandel got bought out by uh, uh, who the Panthers today. So I think they're going to pay him. I think it saves them like $8 million. He had two years left on a deal. I think it was a $44 million deal. He's kind of declined. He's not as good of a defenseman, like a defensive defenseman. Now he only averaged 17 minutes a game, but he is an option. You know, he could probably play that Kevin Miller role that we just had. I mean, he could stay healthy. He's the second longest Ironman streak in the history of the NHL, 922 straight games played. He got scratched. In the, he, could, he did get scratched in the playoffs, but, you know, it's regular season games. So, you know, there was some talk early in the year that they were going to break it, and he he it looked like they were going to try to buy him out or trade him. And now you buy him out in the regular at the at the end of the season just to make kind of you needed him for the playoffs, but you had your opportunity to to not make the playoffs. What are you going to make money on? There was no fans, right? So you're not getting that concession money. You're not so. I'd like to see what the the money aspect there is, but now you're you're keeping this money on your book books for two more four more years or whatever it is. And you had an opportunity to trade him. It was kind of dumb, but well, for the Bruins teams- standpoint, you could probably bring them both in. I mean, Yandel's 36, but Suter can still play average 30 minutes a game for three straight seasons. Yeah. I think that they should, they're linked to both and they should be. They got $30 million in cap space, or I guess 26, something like right now, trade DeBrusque back up to 30. You got enough money to basically do whatever you want. And you're one of four or five teams that have that type of flexibility in cap space right now. And the Bruins are kind of positioned like the Patriots were positioned. COVID has created this cap crisis across these leagues. That's why you're seeing the buyouts. There's, you know, there, there's not, a, the cap is supposed to go up pretty much every year. Generally um, that's not going to happen in the NHL. They've already said it for two years. It's staying flat. So these teams are getting out from under big contracts with old guys right now. And the Bruins said so this last show, they think they're positioned to make another cup run. And who are we to say they're not? I mean, if you come, if you bring in some serious, some real talent and can stay healthy, then yeah, anyone's got a shot in the NHL, I guess. So that's what I would do, Ray. I would take the Patriots route. I would blow out all your half-witted bullshit young talent on the bottom six. Make your minor deals. Get these fucking guys out of here. Don't give up any of your high draft picks. Bring in some uh, a handful of old, uh, veteran uh, free agents and bio candidates. And make a and make a run the next two years and build your and build your uh, farm system and uh, minor league hockey system up uh, for your future. That's I, that would be my path if I was the Bruins right now. What about uh, so? Question for you guys. I don't know if you guys saw Ben Bishop, the Dallas Stars goalie. So no. you wouldn't take him. Nope. Okay. No, he's he'll go to Seattle. That's the reason why. So they can expose him. He'll probably go to Seattle. I don't want Ben Bishop here. Go with the go with the young guy. You can get a better backup and a cheaper backup than Ben Bishop. And if you bring him in, he's going to be your starter. And if it's true that you are bringing Tuka back, which we all hope he doesn't, I don't want any part of um, it. I kind of want Tuka to come back. We want Tuka back on the, uh, what is it? L-I-T-R, L-T-I-R, long-term injury. We want him back in a cheap deal in the playoffs, fully rested, just in case Swayman goes down, bring in the butthole tattoo. And let the quest let the quest come What's back happening? like round two. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. That would be just unbelievable. Um, but yeah, overall, no. Tuka Tuka can fuck off. Honestly, crazy can fuck off too. Go bring in some good guys. You got enough money. And if you're gonna make a guy, it sounds like Mark Andre Fleury's on the block. If you really want to f- make a splash and go get a goalie, now Swayman, you got the money. Go get go go sharp your deep core and bring in a couple. Uh, Ooh, it's wine, wine Thursday too, huh? Jesus, what is wrong with you? You what do see mean? what? You What's see wrong what? with you? You can't what even keep it? your eyes open tonight. You're blinking a mile a minute. 
Thank you. Now I'm really going to be subconscious about that. Thanks, Bill. But yeah. It's not subconscious, you idiot. (laughs) You're so stupid. What is it? (laughs) Self-conscious. Your subconscious is that little person inside of you saying, hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm hungry. Hey, and you're like, shut the fuck up, fat man. We're big enough already. He's like, no, give me some Oreos. You're like, fine. And then you rub fucking petroleum jelly in your body and go in the tub and shove your face full of food. That's do do you think it's a do you think the voice in his body is shaped like Ray or a Big Mac? (laughs) Big Mac. It's just a Big Mac flapping with lettuce falling out. Or potato salad with spam in it. No, I don't put no. There's no spam in my potato salad. Only my macaroni salad. Uh huh. Fat ass. It's potato head. I like. I like this just with the feet. <laughs> the big blue some. shoes. Now I'm gonna be super subconscious. <laughs> subconscious, like you're a fucking Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I hate to break up the uh, that was good, right? Thank you for that. We got to stay hockey here because this is the show. Uh, And I hate to I hate to bring in a little bit sombering news, but this story is just too like unbelievable and good. Um, Matthias, I'm not. Don't even bother the Columbus Blue Jackets goalie, right? Goalie, yeah, Kovalinkas. Kovalinkas, we'll go with that. (laughs) Sure, he would appreciate that. Uh, R.I.P. Matthias Conalingus. Um, it's just an unbelievable story. So the story is told. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget the, uh, what, who published it, but it's everywhere. I think in the athletic. Sports Illustrated, I, I think. Maybe. Had it first. Uh, Elvis Merzinga Merz, Conalingus. Uh, he told the story. Blue Jacket um, goaltender. They were at a fireworks. They were at a party for Fourth of July. Uh, the fireworks uh, went haphazard. They the tube tilted and fireworks were firing into the crowd. Um, Elvis says Matthias jumped in front of him. Hold on. Let me get this right. He said, quote, he saved not just many lives, but when it happened, I was standing 20, 30 feet back of him. Uh, Merzalingus said at Kevalingus memorial service on Thursday, and I was hugging my wife. He saved my son. He saved my wife. He saved me. My son's second name is going to be Matthias. So basically this guy jumped in front of rocket mortars that's insane took one to the chest at this fourth of july party um he goes on to say elvis goes on to say quote if that wasn't me or my wife or son that would have been 50 other people he died a hero and that's not me saying it that was the doctor saying it if he would just sit it wouldn't have happened as sabrina said he saved his last puck i just wanted to let you know he died a hero saved lots of lives so he just like i shoot rockets at ray's mom three times a week i'm surprised (laughs) she hasn't died yet What's so funny? Uh, rest in peace to Matthias. You died a hero. Uh, Red Sox call up Duran and Huak for the Yankee series that has been <laughs> delayed because the Yankees have COVID again. Um, Aaron Judge sounds like he tested positive in the uh, All Star game. So now all five Red Sox players are uh, undergoing further testing. Shouldn't the whole All-Star game, uh, all the All-Star game be uh, undergoing testing? Well, I'm assuming, but, like, it, it was just because I – that's why I heard, obviously, with the local ties, all five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't – Damn it, I was excited to see Durant tonight. Fuck. 
Okay, give you your two-toot there, Bill. So, well, let me lay it out for you. The starting lineup tonight would have been Duran at center, Kiki Hernandez uh, at second, which was the big shakeup. Everyone else is pretty much where they always are playing. Um, in our text chain, I did not think they were going to move Kiki Hernandez. I looked up a shit ton of fucking stats today to prove my point. Uh, let me just give you a couple before you two-toot in my face. Excuse me. Um, Kiki Hernandez is first in the majors with 12 total runs saved. Hunter Renfro has five fun fact. Mookie Betts has four. JBJ has four. Um, they are second in, uh, outfield assists as a, as an outfield Renfro is first. Kiki is third and Verdugo is tied for fourth. Uh, Corey just gave a press conference the other day talking about how good their outfield was and how many games they've won for him. I didn't think in a chance he would move. Uh, some kid into center field and take Kiki Hernandez out of that spot. He's been crushing, but that was going to be the case today. And you called it bill. So go ahead. I mean, he's a top Duran's top 25 prospect in all of baseball. You know, his defense kind of improves vastly this year. He's got 10 steals, 15 home runs, hit 270 down in Worcester. You got to get him up here. You know, I, I think you're seeing Kiki at, at second right now. I think you're going to kind of see, um, Duran versus the more of the right-handed pitching and you're going to see a Royal kind of slide back in there at second base and, and Kiki go back out to um, center field. But yeah, you didn't really bring him to kind of be a lefty bat off the bench. You needed him to, you, you need him to keep developing. You need him to play. So, I mean, you're going to live with this defense. You can pull him out late in games and move Kiki back there. I, I, I get it how it is, but you got to get this kid in the lineup. Your bottom half of your lineup is atrocious after fucking even Vasquez hitting in that seven hole. Not very great this year. He's having a, down here offensively and, and Bobby dog doll buckets. You said it, Rich, it's a shame that he can't play fucking first Yeah, because it's that's a shame that, Duran doesn't have, but, but with Duran, I mean, they left him off the Olympic team and I'm pretty sure the red red Sox had a lot to do with it. Cause they, you know, that was the rumor. That was the reason why he got off the, off the Olympic team. So they knew the call up was coming. So, I mean, he even said it, he's like, yeah, I'm not that disappointed. So, I mean, you got to get him in the lineup. So it's good to see the first day I expected a game two. I think I said, I thought they just kind of let him ride the bench game one. Uh, but Marquez got the call. Uh, he's, you know, so they wanted Duran in the lineup against the righty and Marquez, but we'll see what happens now with, if the series even goes and they brought up Huak. He's expected to play pitch Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday against Toronto, but he'll be available out of the bullpen. I think until Saturday, maybe. So, I mean, he, um, I mean, spot start makes sense from they had talked about going to a six man rotation. Um, I think that they like the idea of that. Mark um, is a Mark Andrezy. Yeah, my, he's out. He's on the DL and his ERA is 6.4. He's, well, he's on the fake deal because he sucked. Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, Huak is a, a, a real nice shoe in right there, but they could use some help on the staff too with Ray Garrett Richards and his continual struggle. Erod hasn't pitched. Erod hasn't pitched well. Garrett Richards, Martin Perez is hit like one good start. Then he'll get a fucking yeah, bomb. Perez got lit up the other day, didn't he? Yeah, against uh, Philly, Philly, I think. Yeah. Philly, what do you last three and a third? I think, I don't even think he, I think they pitch hit for him when it was his time up in the lineup. That's how fucking bad he was. So you need the help. And there's some kind of reinforcements on the way with at least Huwak and our boy uh, Chris Sales coming back, hopefully in two or three weeks too. So first, uh, first rehab was today. Three. Uh, I had the stats. Do you three have... innings, four hits, five Ks. Rain man. Yeah, he actually hit fit ninety seven. They adjusted that. He had ninety seven on the fastball. He's mixing, making his um, mixing his changeup, his curveball. Sounds like he's going to pitch next week again at Double A for Portland. So I mean, 
I expect them for probably five starts. You want to get them up in that six inning range, kind of stretch them out there. So yeah, first two weeks in August looks like a possibility. It started the clock today, 30 days. So what's today? The 15th, 16th or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, first two weeks, it makes sense. I think five starts is the minimum. I think he's going to get though. I think that they are thinking they're going to, they're going to put him back in the rotation. I know that there's been talk about bullpen and starting him in the bullpen. No, I think that's why they're going to stretch him out. That's why you're going to see in, in, you know, what I've been seeing and reading is yeah, five starts. You're going to stretch him out, get him in that, you know, 90, hundred pitch range and unleash, you know, you're, you'll baby him back, but that's where you're going to go to that, that six man rotation. I expect if you're going that way, you're giving Tanner Hawk a start next week. You do go to that six man. As soon as Chris sales healthy in a few weeks, he goes right to the bullpen and sales slides in in that sixth spot. I think that's what they're setting up for right now. They're going to get their pitchers used to that extra day rest for everything that for sale to come back. Now. I mean, it started your clock. You're coming, he's coming back. So you get hook four or five starts. Then you roll yeah. right in with Chris sale in that six man rotation. It's a good, it's some good reinforcement. And then just real quick before we move on some scuttlebutt with the trade deadline coming up. Uh, uh, Red Sox are tied to Charlie Morton. I heard today. I heard that they're going to look at Cole Hamill's pitch. And I heard, mm. uh, um, I think Billy had mentioned Kimbrell and Anthony Rizzo as yep. targets on the Cubs who are both in expiring deals. Uh, everybody believes that Chris the Red Ryan Sox... is out there too. He can, he can, it, he's a, there's a thousand percent chance. He's They've been linked to Chris Ryan for a long, um, Bryant, Chris Bryant, Bryant for Bryant, a yep. long time. They love Chris Bryant. Um, so they, uh, everyone expects the, the Red Sox to be heavy, heavy buyers at the trade deadline. We'll see what Bloom has up his sleeve. He's never been in this position before. The most money he's ever spent on a free agent is $10 million. That was Garrett Richards. So, uh, you know, Anthony, I like, yeah, like Anthony Rizzo moves, would so. be a nice, Anthony Rizzo would be a nice, Nice okay. get. He, he's mashing uh, right-handed pitching. Where Bobby Dabak hitting, I believe, point nineteen, two nine. No, but I guess oh, right-handed pitching. Oh nine eight. I'm pretty sure is what his average is against right-handed pitching. Oh, so I mean, that's what you're looking for. You look for a lefty bat there. You can platoon with Dabak. He's uh, uh. Frenchy uh, Cordero. They're trying to bring up Frenchy and stuff. Oh, no, no more Frenchy. Okay, uh, ready to close it out. Um, how are those Suns looking, buddy? I thought this was over. I thought this series was over. Oh, I forgot I was still in Milwaukee. Wait till it comes back to Phoenix. Oh, then I it's see. over. I, oh, you know, I was wrong as well, though. I said, Suns just keep it close in the fourth and the Bucks will shit yeah. their pants. Nay, nay. Giannis. What nay, a nay. Oh. Dude, I, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of this NBA. I watched the fourth quarter of that. Well, actually, the whole second half of that game. Giannis may have turned a corner. He may have turned a corner. Hmm. On the offensive side, I kept expecting him to take the ball and run into somebody and get an offensive foul and miss a layup. Or it, but no, he just ran the offense like Al Horford, ran the pick and roll with Chris Middleton, got Chris Middleton the matchup, got him his shot at the elbow. He kept draining it. Giannis kept getting rebounds. And then on the defensive side, had the awesome steal breakaway, the ridiculous block where it seemed like the Suns were coming back. And then I don't think I got credit for it, but that last Chris Paul turnover, that was Giannis stepping in. I don't know why people are giving Chris Paul that much shit for it as a bad play, but Giannis stepped in and made him lose the ball. Two-time defensive player of the year. On that side of the, he won the game oh, yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. Go ahead, Ray. You don't see it very often in, in the NBA, Raymond. No, you don't, but... I mean, I think once the games go back to Phoenix, like I'm saying, Milwaukee's going to have a tougher time. Giannis won't be able to take it over, and I think Chris Paul will redeem himself after a bad game three and four. I mean, maybe. I, it's going, we, I've said it's been going six and seven. Devin Booker looked shook. 
he was hitting he was hitting shots but come the fourth quarter first of all he should have fouled out the nba refs are fucking terrible he he there was a breakaway with um what's his name that they gave four picks for uh uh true holiday true holiday Devin booker wrapped him up didn't give him the layup and they didn't call a foul he looked absolutely shook like the moment was getting a little bit big for him um He's still, I mean, he's still excellent. I think it's going to go, I think it's going to go six or seven. I still got bucks and six and I cannot wait to two toot on your ass. Right. And then just real quick to uh, finish it up, uh, two toot, uh, club snaps for the USA and the exhibition. They beat Argentina. Oh, hey. Good for them. First Bradley Beal has COVID too. And they just sent his ass home. Bradley Beal has COVID and Jason Tatum has knee soreness. He didn't play in that game. The first game that they won, they are currently looking for a Bradley Beal replacement. If you want to give him a call, Ray. No, it's Christian uh, Wood from Houston is going to re- be replacing Bradley Beal. It's already been announced. They're not even going to medal this year. <laughs> I don't think so. Christian Wood from Bradley Trey, Beal. Trey Young is at home, and I guess he's already like tweeting out, like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with USA basketball? Why can't I be on this team? Why can't he be on the team? I don't know. They're not taking him. They keep passing him off. And why wouldn't you want him at the shooting guard? Bradley Beal's shooting guard? Boom, Trey Young, probably the best young I mean, player this year. Maybe they watched this team full of shooters and ball and like ball dominant players and went, "Oh, this isn't going to work. We got to go get a tri- Christian Wood to play." Give me Rashawn Rondo on there. They have Dwight Bosch on there. They're fine. Okay, this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday headlines, July sixteenth. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wine makes my mouth so dry, or maybe it's the heat stroke. Yeah, dehydration. That's probably it. Ray, you want gummies? I knew you always, it. You always know when Ray pops me. Dude, he's been looking he at the side of the screen. He's not even looking at the camera, and he's just dead silent when we're talking baseball. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. I told you to watch out for those bad boys, Get especially after a few years. down, man. Microdose that shit. I did. I cut it all in half. I took five of those today. <laughs> you're, you're a different breed, Bill. Different breed. He melted them and inserted them into his bloodstream. Right up the butthole. <laughs> Dude. Rockets at Irene. I already time stamped that. That's definitely Man. going up there. <laughs> <laughs> After you gave a beautiful speech about this guy being what a, a, hero. What a unbelievable, I, I, let, I, I went story. for you to. I let. I let you finish, but I had that joke as soon as we started talking about this. <laughs> as soon as he hired, you jumped in front of somebody. I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I don't want to cut you off. You're a nice rant. Yeah, you're a rant. It was a sermon. The guy died. He has kids. <laughs> Wait, 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 I, I didn't even get a reaction just like oh yeah no man that's tough no it was just immediately just <laughs> fucking jizz joke <laughs>